0: have a great question from one of you today. It's a newly married listener, but this guy, yeah, he's already on track to being an incredible husband. Unless, of course, he totally blows off my advice, then everything is going to end in disaster. That question and my response is coming up on today's show Of Smalley Marriage Radio. I am your host Michael Smalley. I am wifeless today and it makes me sad but we could not connect and take this listener's voicemail question together so you're stuck with me today and therefore I have probably gone totally out of control with my distraction of the day because I got something for those of you. And if you're going to listen, and if you want to stay in until the end of the show for my distraction of the day, just make sure you have a strong heart and that you have a steel stomach and that nothing will freak you out. Because let's just say, after you hear this story, you might not want to ever eat sushi again. (laughs) I'm already freaking out. This is what happens when I don't get Amy, is I get really crazy. So, hey, I have uh, one of my upcoming events, by the way, is a Comedy of Love weekend event where I'm going Friday evening, half day, Saturday, and then preaching at all their services on Sunday at Cypress Church, which is in Cypress, California. That's going to be on January 18th through the 20th. So if you're in the Cypress, California area, I'd love to meet you, so come on over and and say hello. The resource today I want to keep pointing you guys to is Pursue Oneness. That is our new marriage book. It's, you know, we, we edited and changed and um, put the new vision from our uh, last book, Reignite Your Marriage in Two Days. And we've now created Pursue Oneness, which has this new vision of uh, marriage ministry making disciples not just trying to make healthy marriages, but really trying to make disciples because the natural outcome of being a disciple of Christ, you're going to do all the cool things we've been trying to teach you anyways. So check out Pursue Oneness at smalleyinstitute.com. And then, hey, I told you if you would call and leave a review or ask us a question, you get on the show. So Andrew from California is going to be on the show today. You can too. Call us to our uh, 24-hour-a-day voicemail hotline at 903-392-0975. Once again, that is our 24-hour-a-day voicemail hotline where you can leave us a review, talk to us, ask us a question, 903-392-0975. So let's just get into it. Uh, I'm going to play Andrew's question, and then I'm going to answer it. Hey,
1: Somali Marriage Radio. My name is Andrew from SLO, California. And I just want to say thank you so much for your podcast. I listen to it on the daily. And I am newly married, about a month in, going for the lifetime. And I just had one question for you. Um, a lot of times my wife comes home uh, and she's frustrated with her job and uh, very negative at times and I really just want to come alongside her and validate her, but how do I do that without, um, without getting discouraged myself <laughs> and really trying to help her out of where she's at? Um, I find that very hard for myself. In um, doing that, not necessarily, I guess, trying to change her, but i um, just trying to validate her and, and help her to get into a better place. But, uh, but yeah, thank you so much for everything you guys do. All
0: right. Bye. Well, thank you, Andrew. Thank you for taking the time to call our hotline and thank you for your heart. Uh, man, you are saying the right stuff. Dude, to be newly married and already having the terminology of, I I just want to be able to validate my wife. That is what tells me you're on track. That you guys are going to be okay. You're clearly willing to reach out and ask. And and that's all you can do. Nobody's going to be perfect. Nobody's going to have all this stuff down together, you know, where your, your marriage is never, it's a part of life. And to be open to seeking counsel or seeking advice, that is the biggest gift that you will give your marriage, brother moving forward. And so keep it up. Now, here's how I want to encourage you. I love that you want to validate and help her and help your wife get to a better place. Where I want to caution you is make sure it, and again, I'm just hearing this from your voicemail, But make sure that you're not taking on the responsibility for your wife's feelings. Make sure you're not taking responsibility for things you don't need to take responsibility for. So what I'm, you know, where I'm trying to encourage you is there's times where our heart is in the right place and we're trying to be loving, but... Well, underneath there could be a little bit of codependency. And if, if my wife or if your wife is struggling or if your wife uh, is feeling negative or overwhelmed, and it sounds like with a job, totally fair. And just make sure that you're not thinking, okay, I got to make her happy. Because you can't. You're going to do a really bad job at that so you don't you don't necessarily want the heart or the attitude to be okay i gotta I gotta pick her up and I gotta do this and I gotta you know if she's unhappy it's my responsibility to make her happy and we don't want to do that because that leads straight into codependency you cannot change your wife and frankly you're not responsible for it and 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 please know i'm not trying to like Beat you up here. I started getting really passionate there. I'm just, I'm just cautioning. It is not your response. Your wife's happiness is not on your shoulders. Now, do we want to behave in a way? And do I want to have the kind of attitude that sets my wife up to experience joy and happiness and fulfillment? Absolutely. I'm just not her boss with it. I'm not in charge of it. I can be a great assistant, but I cannot be the CEO of my wife's feelings. So just, you know, hear that. And you might already realize this. I just gotta make sure I say it out loud. And then there was a quote I typed out here. You said, at times she can be be very negative at times. I don't know why. But that line stood out to me because I'm curious as well, Andrew, if there isn't a part of this too that just kind of you're wanting to validate and you're wanting to love her. But there could be a little element where this negativity is just frankly stressing you out as well. And that's also okay. So just, you know, check your spirit on that one. You know, just ask yourself, okay. I want to validate, check, that's a good thing. I want to be a loving husband, check, that's a good thing. But Lord, uh, is there a part of this too where maybe I have a need or maybe my wife's negative or hurt feelings or negativity over this job is starting to impact me to where I'm having a hard time keeping up and, and having a good day. And so is there anything that I need to share with her? Is there anything I need to go, Hey, I want to be able to help. It doesn't feel like I'm helping. There's times I might be feeling powerless over this or, you know, I'm feeling confused. I'm not sure what to do here. So you can, you know, it's also okay if, if this has gone on for a long period of time or whatever, um, you know, You have feelings too. So you just wanna be able to check in with those and say, how am I doing? And if there's something that I need to address, then I need to address it. Don't be like me, Andrew. Don't be an avoider. And it's so unfair to my wife when I do that um, because I'm not being genuine and I'm not being honest. So I don't wanna avoid a potential difficult conversation. I certainly don't want to blame, and I certainly don't want to invalidate, and I don't want to come in there with an attitude, but if there's something I need to address, I need to be able to address it, so check that, and I'm not saying do that right now, because that could blow up in your face, and you certainly don't want to try to address that in, in a heated moment for your wife, so don't, you know, oh, you know, if your wife comes home, and she's upset, and upset with her boss or the circumstances, whatever. Well, don't go right into you, right? Now I'm being self-centered. But I'm just saying, if it becomes an issue and you realize, I think I need to address this, then pick a good time where you can sit down and have a conversation with your wife about it. But I love your heart. And just know that sometimes our Desire to validate or our desire to do the right thing can end up blowing up in our in our face (laughs) and we can end up in the wrong place so we want to be careful how we you know how we validate and how we approach our spouse and i you know i say that because a big thing that you want to do is ask her so you can tell your wife hey listen honey i love you I hear this, I can hear that you're stressed out or or upset, you know, use some of her words. Is there anything I can do to help? Just stop right there. Is, Is there anything I could do? If she says, honestly, I just need to deal with this so it's okay, then back off. If she says, truly, I just, I need somebody I could vent with. All right, sit down, listen, keep your mouth shut. If she says, you know, I need your, I need your advice or, you know, what do I do about this? Tread carefully, my boy. (laughs) You know, it's great. If she asks for advice, you just want to approach giving any advice to your spouse in a gentle way, right? You might want to say something like, oh, well, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to give you some advice, so... You know, maybe it's just me or I don't know if it was me. I might try this. You you don't want to get into like a huge, here's what you're doing wrong. And this is what needs to happen. If you would just do this, don't go that road, but be gentle with it. Be soft, be kind, be patient. I used to overwhelm Amy all the time, by the way asking if she was okay. There was a lot of times I'd misinterpret Amy's mood or words or tone as angry or upset or hurt or just negative and completely missed it because of our personality differences. So that's why many times your wife is probably going to just want you to listen. And you better listen. Keep it closed. That... You know, you, <clears throat> your question actually reminded me, and I don't know, I think it's been a long time since I've shared this on the podcast, but, you know, there are years ago, we're living in the woodlands and it's like two in the morning. I'm sound asleep. To my knowledge, I hadn't done anything negative before falling asleep. But the next thing you know, it's 2 a.m. and I'm getting shake, you know, sh- shookin', shaken, whatever that is. And it's my wife. And she's like, wake up. And, and I kind of stir and I look up. And I'm like, what's happening? And I see the clock and I'm totally dazed and confused. She's like, get downstairs. We need to talk now. And I thought, and she was gone. And I thought, what in the world? And as I started waking up, frankly, I started getting a little defensive. I started getting upset. Like, what in the... Did I say something in my dream? Did I, you know, why? How could I be in trouble? Oh, uh, and I get up because I am compliant and I'm going downstairs. I'm getting angrier and angrier with every step I take going down, going, who does she think she is? Like, how dare her? How dare she wake me up in the middle of the So I'm I'm a cranky, tired, irritated husband by the time I got to the, you know, close to the ground floor and praise God. And this is why discipleship is so important, because in that moment the Holy Spirit was like, Really? Is this what you're gonna do? Because I was ready like to go into the living room and 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 punch back and be like, hey. First of all, if you have a problem with me, I have a problem with you. I was ready to do that, which would not have been a good thing. And so God reminded me, he was like, hey, remember what you teach, <laughs> right? Which is the worst. But I knew, I went, uh, I'm negative believing my wife right now. I'm assuming she's mad at me. Even though every sign pointed that I'm in trouble I had to admit I might not be. This is important to hear, folks. You might be totally convinced. My wife has shaken me violently to wake me up at two in the morning, says, get up, we need to talk now, and then storms out of the room. I I don't think I'm psychotic to suspect I might be in trouble over something. I just don't know what it is. But the truth is, I could be wrong. That's where we get in trouble, is we make grand assumptions that are negative and we run with it. So thank you, Holy Spirit, for going, hey, you might just want to keep your mouth shut and ask her, what can you do? I can see you're upset. What do you need from me? So I did it. I got in there. She's on the couch. She's scowling. She's, she looks upset. And I just went, hey, I don't know what's going on, but obviously I can see you're upset. Honey, what can I do for you right now? What do you need from me? And praise God almighty that I did not go with my negative belief because my wife looked at me and she just softened immediately and goes, honestly, this isn't about you. I'm so sorry to wake you up like that. I am so upset with my, and it was, you know, a family member, a niece or something. And I just need you to sit down and let me vent. So apparently she had been on a call with her and got offended and got hurt. It wasn't about me. Do you realize how terrible that conversation goes? If I come in, to the living room guns blazing going how dare me how dare you you can't handle the truth i don't know why i brought that quote out felt like the right time ask the question don't assume when we assume we get in trouble ask questions am i right i'm pro- i could be wrong even though i thought and knew she was mad at me. The Holy Spirit reminded me, you might be wrong, just ask. And it saved me from a tremendously, I mean, she. I, you know it was great? And that's what's so great about Amy is she, she was upset. She was honest about it. She knew she needed to vent to someone so that she didn't call the family member back. And she did the best thing. She got her husband, and at least that time, I did it right. This is what happens. You got to ask those questions, and don't make assumptions with your negative beliefs about your spouse, because you're probably wrong. All right, we have reached the time for the distraction of the day, and I told you at the beginning, this one's going to freak you out. And you may never want to eat sushi again. Here's the headline: Man pulls five and a half foot tapeworm from his body. Doctor suggests sushi is to blame. Ah, uh, this comes from USA Today. Oh, it's out of Fresno, California, where this guy pulls out a five-and-a-half-foot-long tapeworm. Oh, his daily sushi habit may be the culprit. Oh, my heavens. They got this from a podcast called This Won't Hurt a Bit, which is by Dr. Kinney. I'm not even going to try to pronounce his last name. And he's an emergency medicine physician, so... He's at uh, University of California, San Francisco, Fresno campus. Well, first of all, Dr. Kenny, I'm going to definitely subscribe to your podcast because you've got to have some unbelievable stories. But I think there's a photo here oh, of the tapeworm. Yeah, that, why would you post a photo? Oh, I've seen it now. It's too late. But this dude was sitting on a toilet. And his first thought was, oh, no. He thought his intestines were coming out. But it was a worm. It was a worm. I'm sorry. I feel bad for sharing this one. It's like one of those regrettable moments. But I just thought if sushi, eating that every day, could lead to five and a half foot tapeworms. I don't want sushi every day. Now, of course, the doctor isn't saying people should stop eating sushi, so I don't don't send me a bunch of emails or texts or whatever saying I'm destroying the sushi sushi industry. Frankly, I would not want to do that. But oh, Be careful of what you eat. That is it. I'm closing this first ever Voicemail Question Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And I'm pretty sure on Monday, my wife will be back with me and uh, we'll be actually recording remotely again. But uh, thanks for letting me share. And I think I'm virtually coming up with Yet another stellar, terrible closing because I get distracted and I can't get that image out of my head.
1: Spectres that we had to see Yeah, I wanted To be the
0: melody Above the noise, above the hurt I was young